Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the only podcast offering unfiltered guidance and direct advice for all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa, Behind the Wheel Edition. It's uh, about 7 o'clock in the morning, and I'm headed up north, North Jersey, to go meet with a pretty large advisor uh, to talk about some options that they're looking at. And the reason why I'm, I'm having this meeting with him is because he's a pretty large producer, multi-million dollar advisor, independent advisor already, and he feels like his, he's outgrown his firm and his firm is changing. He's been at the firm for a while and it's a different firm than it used to be. And it's something I think a lot of advisors struggle with is that they're at a firm, they have a loyalty to the firm, which I really respect. Um, I certainly respect loyalty. I know with my company, uh, that, that means a lot to me. So, um, you know, nothing's easy. No firm is perfect. My firm isn't perfect. Any firm out there is not perfect. Uh, but you, know, you have to look at your practice and get to figure out uh, is, is the firm today with all of its boards that it has, is it the right firm for you? In this particular situation, there's been some leadership change. Um, and, you know, leadership change is um, sometimes leadership change should be good, but sometimes leadership change can be bad. Um, I used to give some advice to new managers when they would take over a branch when I was at Smith Barney. And um, I would tell them, listen, you're the new guy on the block or gal on the block. You know, don't do anything for six months. Don't make any changes for six months. You're new in that world. And some people just can't help themselves. They can't help themselves for making changes for change shape, right? Because they feel like they want to put their their fingerprint on uh, on the company. And I see that sometimes with firms where leadership comes in and whatever reason they just want to make it their their own firm and they they start making changes which aren't what the advisors are used to it's not it's not aligned necessarily with the culture in their mind they think it is but it's really not aligned with the culture and you don't see the the change right away you don't feel it advisors don't necessarily feel it right away but all of a sudden you start to get cracks in the foundation of the core of the company and then once you get those big cracks in the foundation, um, sometimes it, the, the leaking starts and, and the water starts coming in. So advisors start leaving. And I see that now with, with some firms that are out there that have had a lot of success recruiting. And so they're bringing on a ton of advisors, and, which, is, which has been fine, but they're, they're, not, um, they're not handling the growth all that well. And so what they're trying to do is they're trying to bring in new talent to help handle that growth and that new talent isn't necessarily uh the right talent for the firm and it's starting to change so you know if you're at a firm like that it's it's you, you have to really i don't hate to say it like this but you know most of these firms are going to do what they feel is right for the firm right and the leadership at that firm is going to do what they think is right for the firm so you should have the same attitude 
And that attitude is you're going to do what's what's best for you and your clients, your firm. And if you're at a firm right now that has lost touch with reality, um, or leadership has lost touch with reality, um, they're starting to make changes, implement changes, overly um, burdensome compliance. Uh, you know, because of something that one person did, now they put a policy in place that inconveniences everybody else. Um, so not, you know, it's just not handling those things the right way. Compliance coming in, compliance is getting harder and harder nowadays. It's just, it is what it is. You know, FINRA and the SEC are getting more difficult, but there's still ways around, you know, ways are on our ways around compliance. I don't want you to think that I'm telling you to get around compliance, but there are firms out there that do a really good job handling compliance. It's really what I'm, what I'm talking about. It's how you approach those situations, how you approach um, sticky situations with compliance. And then what do you do afterwards? And I see some firms do it really, really well. And I see some firms not do it really well. And in this case, this advisor is at a firm that's not really handling in all that well. And you always wonder like what's going on behind the scenes. Um, are they getting more pressure? Is there, do they have capital problems? Uh, not really sure, but you know, if you're at a if you're at a firm that is just not what it used to be, that moved some big teams in the past that have outgrown their firms. You know, they're the they're the largest team at the firm uh, by a wide margin, and the and the they just can't get the same support that they need. You know, it's great to be able to have the phone number to the you know CEO of the firm, um, but a lot of times there's really not much that person could do. Um, if compliance is, you know, going to drop a hammer on you, and um, you know, they just have a view of the world that you're an advisor and you're you're guilty at whatever it is that that that's the issue until you can show them that you're innocent. Um, that's something I see creeping into the business um, with with compliance. So just be careful um, if you if you are thinking about making a move and you are. You know, you're concerned or you're loyal to your firm. That's okay. I completely respect that. Um, but the loyalty, ultimately, maybe this is might be controversial, um, but it is what it is. The loyalty that you have is to your family and to your clients. And if you're at a firm that's making it difficult for you to service your clients, then you need to make a decision for you and for your clients and for your business. And don't just sit there and take it. Transitioning from one firm to another has gotten significantly easier. You know, I use typically when I'm doing a pro forma for an advisor that's making a move, the year one trailing 12 number, sort of a retention number that I use is roughly 85%. So I, I make an assumption, and which is what I've seen over the years, is that in your, in your first year, you're going you're gonna to produce roughly 85% of the of the gross that you produced the year before. Um, and that's, that number usually comes in lower than the performance, meaning that the advisors that I work with typically have a better reten retention of their, of their production, which means they're doing better in their first year. And part of that is simply because they're largely advisory based, so they're getting fees. So if you're opening an account a month after you move, it's an advisory account, you're not going to get a full 12 months of fee in in that number right so at default it's it's, it's never going to be 100 percent. so but my point is um you know it, 
don't stay in a firm because you think making a move is difficult. It's really not as difficult anymore. If you're already independent, it's even easier because you own all the data. So um, working with a new firm and their transition team makes it significantly easier. Most firms nowadays um, have these signatures. So getting your documents out to your clients has been much, much easier. If you're at a non-protocol firm and you're leaving, so if you're at a wirehouse firm, um, it's just as easy. There are some things, I'm not going to cover them today, but there are some processes that you go through uh, to after you've moved, because you're not, you're not allowed to take any documents, but there are things that you can do that make it easy for you to gather client information um, online through public websites and then uh, make your announcements and your, and your, not your solicitations, but your announcements to make your move and you know, why move some advisors out of non-protocol firms. And um, they've been very, very successful. And so you know, moving nearly 100% of their book of business in 45 days or less. So moral to the story is firms change. You're, you're trying to change and you're trying to grow your business, hopefully. And if you're at, if you look at your firm and it's not the same place it used to be, you know, even five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, um, pick your head up. You're always going to be busy. If you're a good financial advisor, you're always going to be busy. You're always going to be bringing on new clients. That's just the nature of who you are. Congratulations. But you're always going to be busy. There's never going to be a perfect time to move. But what I can tell you is every advisor that I've talked to, and I've, I've moved a ton of them, um, even the ones that were busy, after they moved, all have said, no, we'll say eight out of 10, have said they should have done it sooner. They should have made the move sooner because they got rid of some of the frustrations that they had, which was taking up some of their brain space, right? And when you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, you know, you, you only have so much capacity uh, to handle decisions and decisions and activities, um, your growth plans. So dealing with frustrations and arguments and, and, and onerous compliance and leadership that doesn't understand what's happening, all of those things start to frustrate you and they take up your brain space, which means that you can't, can't put your mind on and energy on the things that are important to your practice, which is important to your clients, which ultimately is important to your family. So, um, so think about that. If you have any questions, you can give me, you know, DM me on LinkedIn. You can check out my, uh, my Instagram page at franklerosa.elites. Uh, shoot me an email at frank at eliteconsultingpartners.com. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. And I'd love to help you out. I'd love to help you get to a better place where you grow your business. Thanks for listening to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to eliteconsultingpartners.com slash podcasts. <laughs>